1: Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, before we get started, there's tons of people in the chat room, and we got to say hi to everybody. Let's start off with saying hello to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: Hey, baby. Look who I've got. I've got Astro. He wants to be on this show so bad. Everybody wants to do our show. That's why so many people are imitating it all over. There are more talk shows now by people who are nobodies (laughs) than ever before. Talent is gone. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Anybody now can do a talk show. Just get online and then put it on YouTube and you got a talk show.
1: There you go. What's up? So what's going on, everybody? We got a chat room full of people. Let's say some highs. Dave Hughes is in the chat room. Hey, Davey. Teresa Sabin, Marketing and Promotions. Hello, Teresa. Ladylike Music Cindy is in the chat room. Anton Country Super Anton from Australia is in the chat room. Eileen Shapiro is hey! in the chat room. Eileen, up, Eileen Shapiro,
2: the new blonde. No more multicolored hair. Now she's a sexy, sexy blonde bombshell.
1: There you go. Backpack John is in the chat room. They said they like our shirts. These are Jimmy Star shirts from back in the day when I was doing clothing design, you guys. And they're.
2: Uh, One of a kind. They're, they're Asian or Oriental shirts, and we're wearing them in honor of our guest, Sue. Wong, who I'm so excited about. I've been waiting weeks for her to come on. I kept saying, Jimmy, when is Sue coming on? When is Sue coming on? She's probably one of the most fascinating women you will ever meet or know or hear about. And I'm sure today she's going to give us all the questions. I mean, I'm sorry, all the answers to all of my questions that I ask. My questions are not going to be the usual boring, crappy questions. As always, they will be questions that you want to know the answer they'll say
1: that they love her we also have kenny wilkerson coming on from uh, the rock group nova rex who's got a brand new book out called and recipes for autism volume one where he has the biggest music stars in the world doing their own recipes it's a very cool book and uh, so we're gonna have a really good fun show for you guys today and uh astro's running around which makes me nervous but okay that's
2: okay astro's too little to knock over any equipment
1: i hope so <laughs>
2: He's absolutely too little
1: uh, he'll oh, be in
2: my lap in a minute.
1: Oh, Paul Zest is in there too. Uh, um, so, what's up, Paul? How are you doing from Zest Radio?
2: Yeah. Hey, Paul. <coughs>
1: oh, excuse me. I, I just had a cough I, Was I
2: ever on your show, Paul? No. How come?
1: Because he doesn't do interviews on his show. It's like a music show, they play oh, music.
2: I can sing naked. You can sing, though. <laughs> I could
1: sing naked. <clears throat>
2: That gets an a audience sometimes. That's just hilarious. Nursing home uh, old ladies love to watch me sing naked.
1: So everything is, uh, he says thank you. Everything is good, you guys. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, hope everybody's weather is nice. We're in the desert. It's about 110, I think, today. It's No, be no, hot. no,
2: no. It's 108. eight. Hundred oh. Don't make it hotter than what it's for crying out loud. I'm I'm surviving sunstroke. I had sunstroke last week. I didn't want to tell anybody. But when I did last Wednesday show, I was comatose. Maybe you noticed it that my body was like you know, I was answering questions like this. Sunstroke is a very serious thing. And I had no idea I had sunstroke. I just thought I was dying and it was my time to go. You lose all your energy. You are lethargic. You are dizzy. You can't concentrate. You forget everything. Uh, The brain has been boiled in the solutions that it's in.
1: Eileen says it's 73 and sunny in New York.
2: That's not what Teresa said this morning. My friend Terry Vecchio said it was crappy. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, And she only lives 10 minutes from Terry. So how come she's got beautiful weather and Terry didn't? I don't know. Maybe Eileen makes up things. Maybe Terry <laughs> makes
1: up things. No,
2: Terry. Terry was bitching about it. She was complaining about it. But Eileen, you know, she's a New Yorker and California can never be better than New York. So it's kind of that little war that goes on. I say it's wonderful here, it's wonderful in New York. Meanwhile, you know, New York had a snowstorm thirty
1: for you. Terry said it was cloudy. She says it's cloudy this morning. It was cloudy this morning. Yeah, that's what Terry said. So there you go, Eileen. Are you still blonde? eileen oh, B, claudia joined us too from germany hey b how you doing nice hey, to see b, you b. but getting back to eileen are you still blonde eileen like ron really likes the blonde hair that we yes she says yeah i think he I look- where we where did we see her that she was blonde how did we see her well she was coming out of the shower naked
2: <laughs> yeah. and i said oh my god she doesn't have a snatch patch to match So we have to now tell her to bleach her pubes blonde so that she looks like a natural blonde.
1: Oh, Nick is here too. Hey, Nick. How you doing? Nick is B. Claudia's son who's visiting. Hey, Nick. There you go. You got to like love it all. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's like watching cool things on television. There's so much stuff. Netflix is coming out with new stuff all the time. I can never believe the things that are in the top 10. To me, they're like the worst shows ever. <laughs> but America watches a lot of terrible shows, and um, I don't like any of them. And did anybody watch the thing? Uh, uh, I forgot the name of it, so I'm not even going to bring it up because I won't remember the name of it. Isn't that terrible? I'm getting old. you old.
2: Meanwhile, I'm upset. Not because they changed the name of the Aunt Jemima pancakes. I mean, I'm a pancake freak. The
1: syrup, too.
2: And the syrup. <laughs> I love Aunt Jemima pancake mix. It's the only kind I've ever used since I was a kid. Yes, I could relate to the idea that there was a slave once on it with a bandana with polka dots. But then years ago, they cleaned it up and they didn't like it. So they made her out to be the most elegant, beautiful black woman you ever want to see with earrings and hairdo and makeup. And she looks nothing like a, like, a, like a slave. She looks more like the president's wife. So I don't understand why they got rid of Aunt Jemima. Get rid of the name, maybe, Aunt Jemima. Well, that sounds kind of southerning. But don't get rid of the pancake mix because I love No, they're
1: going to change the name.
2: Oh, good. You got me nervous. I don't know what they're changing it. To, I though. only when I'm a pink, Jimmy will tell you when we go out to oh, dinner he loves and pancakes. Jimmy is out to spend a lot of money. You know, Jimmy has moments where he spends a ton of money. So I take I IHOP, me to IHop <laughs> and I get the senior 55 and over the two by two by two. It's like four ninety-eight, and I get three pancakes, two bacons and two eggs and a cup of coffee. And I'm really happy with pancakes. But Please don't take away my pancake mix. I'll be very unhappy.
1: And the syrup, because that's the syrup we use too. Yeah,
2: I use the sugar-free syrup. Um, I, I, I eat pancakes for dinner sometimes. I, I'm a, I've always been a pancake. He said, freak. "I splurge." <laughs> yeah, he splurges. He spends a lot, and he tips well, though he tips bit bigger than the bill. But um, no, seriously, he's um, he's cheap. He's got money, but he don't like to blow it. Jimmy says if you go out to dinner and you spend three, four hundred bucks on a dinner, the next day it's gone. But if you buy an action figure for three hundred dollars, you can enjoy it for the rest of your life.
1: And in five years, it'll be worth nine hundred.
2: So that's that's (laughs) Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star is like his dad. When I met his dad for the first time, his father said, we're going out to a steakhouse for steak dinner. Never asking me if I ate steak. I hate red meat. I try never to eat red meat. So we went to a steakhouse and everyone ordered steak and they ate their steaks, steaks like wolves. No conversation, just food's gone. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 And the old man stands up and he said, Okay, let's go. He paid the check. I said, Go where? We just got here. He said, I know, but I don't like to sit and chat. I said, But you didn't chat. All you did was eat. <laughs> So what's that all about? Well, I learned henceforth going out to dinner with Jimmy's dad was really a nightmare because you didn't get conversation.
1: Yeah, he didn't really like to talk. No, he
2: didn't like to talk. He went in the restaurant. Well, Jimmy's the same way. I said to Jimmy, there's going out to eat and there's going out to dine. In my earlier years living in New York, I only dined in the best restaurants there were. I mean, the top name restaurants of the day because that's where we went. For the greatest food, the most beautiful service, violin music, flowers, chandeliers, white tablecloth, waiters dressed to the nines looking magnificent. The food was served on China with, with flatware, crystal glasses, and the whole dinner was $35, okay? Today, it's $350,000 for a baked potato. They throw it at you on a formica table with a plastic fork and say, hey, hurry up, we got to turn this table. Now you know why I love the old days. <laughs> so anyway, Jimmy doesn't eat. He he eats, he doesn't dine. But now I'm teaching him, when we start to go to finer restaurants that I will pay for, he doesn't have to pay for it. I've got my own money, I don't need his money. Um, He didn't even let me spend my money. How do you like them apples? I want to go to La Valerie's here in Palm Springs, which will cost you $250 for two people for an evening. But it's a lovely evening, especially if we go with Mary, uh, Marilyn, and and Andy uh, Gladstein. (laughs) Gladstein, who are a lovely couple to be with. The conversation is incredible, they're absolutely stunning looking. I mean, Marilyn looks like Marilyn Monroe or a Bobby doll, so you're proud to walk into the room. Eileen with them. and
1: Cindy said they'll go with you.
2: <laughs> oh, Cindy, who? Cindy Ladylake. Oh, Cindy, lady, Oh, Cindy, Cindy lady, like, yeah, you look good. Eileen, I don't know about her because Eileen has a problem. We go to restaurants with Eileen and we have to pay extra for the China. Like if they have glass silver uh, glasses, Eileen doesn't realize it. But if her broo- boobs go over the table, when she turns to the right, she knocks all of the glasses off the table. They break and we have to pay for it. So maybe if she like restricted those bazooms a little and wore a tight bra we might be able to go out and eat without her destroying the, the restaurant.
1: That's, That's funny. the truth. It's true, though. I am cheap and I do not like to spend a lot of money on food.
2: Whereas I'm not cheap at all. And I don't like to be taken. Let's put it that way. I won't go to a restaurant that the food is inferior and the name is a big deal. And everybody loves it. They swear by it, especially an Italian restaurant. Oh, Ron, we can't go to Italian restaurants. Oh, Ron, you've got to go to this restaurant. It's Italian food. It's like your mother made it. Well, I went there and I agreed. I said, yes, my mother made that food when she was fighting with my father and she hated him. (laughs) So she put a lot of poison in the food so he'd have diarrhea for three days. Yes, that's when my mother cooked that food. No, there's no Italian restaurant I've been to except one. In Florida, and that was Johnny's. Johnny's Restaurant in Florida. If you're in the- uh,
1: Atlantic Boulevard. What what
2: neighborhood is that? It's Pompano Beach. Pompano Beach. Go to Johnny's. It's the only place that has Italian food that tastes like you were it at home.
1: It's very good.
2: Anyway, we're not going to restaurants for a while because uh, Jimmy and I don't want to use their forks, glasses, or dishes because if they're not cleaned properly, and God forbid somebody had the virus and it's on the plates- so,
1: plus, unfortunately, like a lot of the places that opened up, it seems like people are getting sick again.
2: Yeah, I know. And, and I'm wondering why. Uh, I, I don't know about this. You know, we were in the drugstore yesterday. I was getting uh, pills to build your blood up. Because iron. Iron, because they found them anemic. Uh, Sure, at my age, I'm everything anemic. But anyway, um, a man was standing behind me without a mask. He didn't even have a mask in his hand. So I leaned forward very quietly, and I said to the salesperson at the register, does your store require a mask? He said, yes, it does. I said, well, look over my shoulder. That gentleman does not have a mask. And if he has the virus and sneezes, I'm dead. So I'm here to protect my life. So the salesperson leaned over to the man and said, sir, there are masks behind you. Please buy one or leave the store. We wear a mask not to protect ourselves from the virus because the virus will get through the mask if somebody doesn't have a mask on and they blow snot in your face. Okay. The mask is to stop us from giving it to people, because if you cough, the spit gets caught in the mask and it doesn't fly the 10 feet that it should go. So wearing a mask is to prevent your fellow man from being ill. Some people are not regarding that as
1: important. Okay, everybody. So um, what we're going to do now, uh, because our guest, they say, is here in the, in the waiting area, which is so cool. Um, so we're going to bring her on, make sure we can hear, and then we'll make an uh, introduction. Um, let's go ahead and, and bring her in, Rebel. It's
0: only me. Hey, Freya, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. She's coming up the stairs in just a second, but I, I wanted you to know that we're here, or I'm here. Yeah, I was going. I was
2: going to say you don't look uh, Asian. <laughs> no, oh,
0: I am. No, I'm really
2: black.
3: <laughs> you hey,
2: guys, is- watch those jokes, honey. You'll crucify you. Hey, just
1: hey, pray. i do not worry about it. We love Whatever. Freya. We met her at the Suwon Oscar Gala. She was fabulous. We work with her. She's just the most wonderful person on She's the planet. She's my
2: new intrigue. I have oh,
1: precious a- baby. Oh
2: no, wait! Like wait! Like wait! wait, wait. Not you, I'm not, you're not my intrigue. You're, no, you're far from my intrigue. Get out of here, you're just, another, you're just another white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. You're common as dirt. But no, <laughs> yeah. I want- on- Whatever, yeah. You're, you're She absolutely is my dragon lady, my exciting woman. I think she's out of this world. She is totally, completely a fantasy. I think she's. Cre- I'll, we'll talk about it when she comes in. Get her ass up here, hey Susie. Let's go, move it. Yeah, She's moving up. Hey, let me text her. Here we go. Hey Ve, here we go. Hey, vey hey, is well. me. you're Jewish now. I like you better. Well, I'm from New York, so you should be Jewish if you're. That's from New York. right. If you're not Jewish from New York or Brooklyn,
0: kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're. I think you're.
3: A Come sweetie. on, Sue. You're a <laughs>
0: We're on uh, YouTube, babe. Yeah, we've been doing this house, guys. So forgive us being a few minutes late. It's insane, but come on. She has to make a grand entrance. Well, she had to. She already looked great. I said, "Get your makeup on this morning. Look, look at me. I'm like a a fucking contractor. Oh my god. <laughs> jesus God. <laughs> but you know oh, something." You know, every, you
2: probably get men to fall in love with you and not just want you for your body. You know, some women only get laid and they don't get married. I bet you guys that meet you, or girls, whatever your sexuality is, I bet whoever meets you falls in love with you because you have uh, such, no you have such an outrageous energy level and light that goes out and a lovely laughing charm.
1: Oh, thank Freya. you hey, Freya, real lady. quick you don't, you don't have a little set of headphones do you by any chance like those little like ones that come with an iPhone or anything? No that would lot, be easy. That we have a lot of echo. We have a lot of echo.
2: That's all right.
1: Where, I don't where, know where,
2: where, where is Sue get Sue up here. Uh, Jesus I told her it's 4.50 Alright let me call her
1: again I'm sorry guys
2: no, give, me, give me a number I'll call her She'll get up here in a second
1: <laughs> yeah. here, Let me call her
0: So she doesn't have a nervous breakdown Come
2: on, come on. Here. Tell her to her now Or I'm going to expose her as being a man. Uh, Maybe we need to turn no, the I'm gonna down I'm going to her, a her. I'll do her show I'm going to show her I'm going to do her show no, She'll be here no, Tell her Ron Russell's going to tell the world You're really a man <laughs> Oh, shit. Jeez.
1: (laughs) Don't tell her you got any echo because
0: she'll flip out.
1: You know what, though? Maybe turn the volume down a little teeny bit on your side. Turn the volume down a little bit. Because you're a loudmouth New Yorker. Just to, like make it like a little bit less so that way we, we won't get the reverb.
2: I, I forgot all about you, but now that I see you, I can't wait to see you again. I really I really, I really enjoy you. I think you're a hell of a broad. You're really thank fun. you. You're thank really you. Awesome. I look forward Aww. to the We're next event. Surprise. It's it's Sue still gonna have that big birthday party at Malibu.
1: Uh oh. Oh, we lost. Well <laughs> on your camera,
2: Fine.
1: Look. I uh, know that this, this is this is a delay, so it comes back. We'll be back with her in a minute, you guys. Um, she left, so somehow she locked herself out of it, uh, according to Rebel. And hopefully, we get her to turn it down. Some I didn't even think about the the headphone thing. There we go. Hey, she's okay. back.
0: Yeah, uh, and she's coming up the stairs.
1: Okay, oh, good. No!
0: She's been, coming guys. Up. She's been
1: coming up those yeah. things Okay, Freya. Thank you, Freya, too, for like, All right. Well, we love love All right, here she is. All right, All right everybody.
0: Just... All
1: right.
0: All yeah. Lord, She's making her she
2: entrance. Is. Here she wow. is. Love you.
0: America.
2: Here <laughs> she is. <laughs> hey, how, how are you guys? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. Did you know
0: I've fallen in love with you and I'm gay. Well, you're not the only one. I've had a lot of gay admirers and boyfriends, actually. And to tell you, and to tell you the truth, the first man I fell in love with, you know, was gay. And I (laughs) saw you I I didn't know it. I didn't know it at the time. You know, Um, it's really a cute story. Actually, it broke my heart. But you know, he was uh, the first artist that uh, I met, and he was actually very instrumental. And, uh, you know, basically he served as an in- Inspirational model. Did you want me to talk talk uh, talk about this on the air? We're on the air. We're on the air. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> don't don't
2: talk, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it yet. Intro. We have to do the intro. So when they edited it,
0: it, comes okay. up But I'll I'll tell you my whole story. Wait,
2: you know, oh, I wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait. Stop. Wait, I'm listen. gonna make. Let me introduce you. There. Wait. I okay. just want to
2: say something. too <laughs> So
1: Eddie
2: yes, yes. Davis said in the movie, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy day. <laughs> well, I'm gonna fasten you, your seatbelts because my questions are gonna be a very bumpy questions. Oh, and I know right. I'm ready for you. I can take
0: anything
1: on, okay? Bring, Bring on. it on. <laughs> well,
2: I love you more now. I love you the best. Okay,
1: everybody. Okay. Now we, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, one of the most iconic and legendary fashion designers on the planet she's a wonderful person we met her at her oscar gala this year which is one of the best oscar parties that everybody wanted to attend the fabulously wonderful sue wong hello and welcome to the show Wow, Jimmy and Ron, I'm so honored to really be here.
0: God, this is just really going to be so much fun. You know, Absolutely. So we have a chat room.
1: First of all, you've met Ron because you danced with him at your Oscar gala. I don't know if you There remember you go. Him. Yeah. Uh, let's do my... it again. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had
2: no idea who the hell you were, to tell you the truth. And Jimmy said we're <laughs> going to this Oscar party of Sue. Wong's. And I said, who's Su Wong? I know Susie Wong from the movie, but I don't know Sue Wong, whoever she is. And I went reluctantly, you know, I hate those affairs. And first of all, I didn't see you for a while. Then suddenly you came towards me and I thought to myself, Oh my God! Is she not the most exciting-looking woman I've seen in centuries? Thank so, you. No exotic, <laughs> your exoticness, your beautiful, beautiful you. exotic face. I named you the Dragon Lady because you came on like this magnificent woman, I'm somebody from an ancient China figurine. And then I well, thought, wait, uh, wait, hey, hey, I'm not finished. And I thought you were a snob. Really? And, I, and I thought, <laughs> screw, screw her, I'll just say hello and walk away. And then uh, I began talking to you, and I loved you from that moment on, when you said oh, to thank me, thank you. It's so hot in here, I think I have a fever, I'm sick, I don't feel good. And I looked at you and I said, I think, like something, something, and then we danced. And I have been following you forever. I have never researched any of our guests, and Jimmy will tell you that. But you, my darling, are so fucking interesting.
0: <laughs> oh, are we not... allowed to, to use profanity on this program? Oh, yeah, we heard our asses so we... Yeah, you can say anything you, can, you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can let the four-letter words rip and fly. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> if, if, if Jimmy Shaw were young and sexy
2: and handsome, I'd be fucking him on the show. But we... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, Jimmy and I are married, in case you didn't know. We're married yeah, nine years.
1: So hold on. Before we get going. For, for, for how many years? Nine. We've been married for nine years. How many years? Nine. Oh, that's sweet. Nine years. So that's we have a wonderful. We have a chat room uh, filled. Several of the people in it, uh, I think uh, we're even at your uh, Oscar Gala, celebrity friends of ours. But we have every country represented right now. So just say hi to everybody in the chat room.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Sue Wong Hour, or whatever it's going to be today. I'm going to have a lot of fun.
2: Also, so, let me remind yes. you right now, you are live in every single country in the world, over five wow. million people. Oh, million my God. People. Five million people. Jesus, this is over, a huge over, show. Over. Yeah, we're big shit. What you think you're coming on? Some Mickey Mouse show?
0: Get
2: out We have... I tell Jimmy, don't bring, don't bring crappy people on. Crappy people are boring. I only want exciting people on our show. And we only have great celebrities. Now, getting back to you, one question you. I'm dying, dying, dying to ask you. In knowing about, yes. in knowing about you, I want to know what magic pill did you take to go from being <laughs> a <laughs> poverty, poverty girl who ate rats with her grandmother yes, yes. this iconic outrageously <laughs> successful powerful woman where did you get it from what did
0: you do? Um, I, I I think I was really born with this DNA memory. You know, I'm I'm an ancient soul, um, and uh, you know, it's just really in in my bones. It's in my you know uh, blood. It's it's in my karma, if you want to call it that. Um, and I think I'm, I'm an ancient soul. You know, sort of a time traveler from ancient times because I am what is uh, would be known as a creative intuitive because You know, the fields of wisdom that I carry within, uh, you know, my um, knowledge, my range of knowledge... Uh, it's just really automatic. It's not anything that I really learned from, uh, you know, the academic institutions. I didn't really go to fashion school. I mean, I, I went for three months, but to LA Trade Tech, if you want to call it that, and then uh, you know, then, then I basically just uh, won a first place design scholarship um, that was sponsored by really the huge, you know, hip uh, contemporary um, company at the time. And I just rolled up my sleeves and went to work. And that was, you know, I was 19 years old. So um, and then I, I, I just really have had such a big life. I mean, a life of many contrasts, you know, uh, basically from rags to riches, you know, um, scaling to the top of the mountain again and from the pinnacle plunging all the way down. I mean, you know, I basically was very successful by the time I was 25 years old. I was probably making the equivalent of three and a half million dollars a year. Um, I had uh, side-by-side mansions, uh, two mansions in in, uh, Malibu at the tip of Point Dune. I had a house on the waterfront in Hawaii. I had my first house in the Hollywood Hills, that I bought when I was 22 years old. So, you know, I've I've always been this really sort of like, Oh, I would say this overachiever, and I think in psychological terms, because I did go through 16 years of Jungian therapy. Uh, so, if you really, you know, like <laughs> in terms of uh, don't laugh, that was about the best investment I ever made in I myself. Believe it. Right? That was <laughs> <terrific>. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Carl Jung and Joseph Campbell, those are two of my favorite teachers from the 20th century. And uh, they're all about consciousness, you know, I mean, I think, I think, you know, people have the wrong idea of psychology. They think psychology, you go see a shrink, because there's something wrong with you. No, you, you know, go and do the whole union journey to really find out about yourself, and about your place in the universe. And, you know, how you should really walk your, your, your journey through life. So it's really about the spiritual path and really learning all about yourself. So, you know, I went through that. But, yes, I've had a very big life. It is, it's been an epic life in a way. Okay, um, yes. So to do it in layman terms or street
2: talk. Yes. You go by your gut instinct.
0: Uh well, you know, I'm gonna really zoom into myself for for a little bit. Yes. Um, you, 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 you can't see. Oh, thank you. You you can't see because the light is blown out. But I actually have this, you know, physical third eye right here in the right in the middle of my forehead. And a Buddhist monk oh, once yeah, you said can You can see it? Okay. Yeah. So, so a Buddhist monk once told me that, you know, like if I had really Uh, you know, this uh, psychic eye directly in the middle of my forehead, I would really have been like a a Bodhisattva or Kuan Yin. But since it's slightly off center, I still have a lot of Shit to do in this lifetime. (laughs) I firmly firmly
2: believe that we are descendants of ancient aliens. I I firmly believe that. that they came to this planet when we were not quite so human. And I believe that the aliens were Asian because most of the aliens, if you look at them, they're tiny, they're slight. They don't look Asian, okay. but there's a possibility. I swear that you could be a descendant of a great Asian uh, um, uh, lord who brought to us the knowledge that we have today. Because your culture in China, which I'm totally interested in, and I got news for you, if I had to redo my house, I'd either do it in Chinese or in Egyptian, because I love both those looks. And your home, by the way, I saw pictures of, I was dropping dead all over the place. I mean- Thank you. you. Oh, your home, absolutely. I could move in tomorrow, put on black silk pajamas and I'm happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which home are you talking about though, Ron? Because I have three of them. Okay, almost- so so I have three, you know, um, houses, and they represent, you know, three different paradigms, which is uh, I call it body, mind, and spirit. So you know, the Cedars, which is this really glorious historical Hollywood home that was really created in the 1920s. By this visionary artist by the name of Maurice Tourneur, uh, who came here from France, you know, in the early twenties, uh, he also worked for MGM as a screenwriter and a movie uh, you know, director, and he was the one who who created or or he directed the original black and white silent version of Last of the Mohicans, you know? So uh, he created this incredible palace. I mean, that's the only way to really describe yeah, the, the, the you, cedars. You decorated it.
2: And my favorite room in the whole house is the red room. I love, love the
0: The, 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 the uh, exotic Jimi Hendrix room, the Moroccan room, is that the one you're talking about? Yes. It's absolutely. Or, or, or there, there's another one that, that's also red. It's the original master, and uh, that's called the Rococo Room. So oh, I that's think that's- it, I think it's the Rococo. This one had all the panel doors, the beautiful uh, woodwork doors. Like uh, at- Yes. Uh, well, they, they both do, but one is the Moroccan room, which is very much in the exotic manner, and that's the Jimi Hendrix suite and i decided to do that in period 1920s moroccan which was also a signature style of the 1920s uh, of as a homage to to both Jimi hendrix who who uh, lived there and also to my own um, sort of uh you know, bohemian past because I was really a flower child, you know, um, artistic bohemian living on Venice beach, you know, like, uh, eons ago when, you know, that whole movement was there. And that's why I really got my start too, um, in a way, uh, you know, I mean, after I worked I did uh, the stint for Arpeggia, I decided I wanted to be an independent and I really didn't want a nine to five job. So I started my own one of a kind boutique stores where I really designed uh, one of a kind originals. And then they were really hung suspended, you know, from the ceiling to really create this sort of installation art style. So, uh, you know, I did that for a while. And then I had another shop. Uh, called Sphinx on the uh, La Cienega Boulevard in West Hollywood. And this was the, you know, special uh, uh, period of these very highly uh, eclectic and individualistic, but beautiful boutiques uh, stores. I mean, you know, I was one of the very few people, uh, early people into antique clothing which I used to buy by the pound, and it was $3 a pound, if you guys can imagine that way back when. And, uh, you know, for $3 a pound, we got these fabulous, you know, things from the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. And uh, so I would extract all the beautiful elements like, you know, the jet beading or the appliques or the soutache fashion, you know, um, and of course, you know, all of these, uh, these uh, elements and embellishments later on became my uh, signature style, uh, which were really made out of, uh, you know, made from from mainland China, where they still have all the beautiful handwork. So let me
2: take you there. Um, I have been to many fashion shows. I'm a New Yorker, okay, and I've been in the business 58 years, I'm 80 years old, so I've seen a lot of stuff in my day. I have been to many fashion shows. I thought yours would be another ball like the rest of them. Suddenly out came six six foot two pound women Skinny as can be, <laughs> as gorgeous as could be, wearing a single bangle, bead, gorgeous white off feathers. 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 It was better than
0: any drag show I ever saw. It was fabulous. And <laughs> well, now, sure. I, I heard Jimmy used to design costumes too. So did yes, you enjoy the shirt, Jimmy? shirt? The shirt we're wearing right now, we're wearing in honor of you. These
2: are, oh, these are cool. See, I've wow. them. I, I love them. So, we did this in honor of you. These were Jimmy Star shirts for many years. ago. Oh, the, the, are they, and they, they the Eisenhower era? Getting back to your girls, the, right. models, the models didn't quit. They kept coming and changing and coming. All 1920 Art Deco, up to date. I don't know what the hell period it was, but it was drop dead. The clothes, the design, oh. the women. And you know what I kept saying to myself? But what about the fat broads
0: in this world? They can't wear that. So why Hey do- honey, I, I have dressed women of every ethnicity, of every shape, size and height. And you know what? They're all goddesses because when a woman puts on a Sue Wong, beauty, magic, and transformation happens. That's my slogan, by the way, you know. And in my work um, on a philosophical level, I basically, you know, like honor the goddess element in every single woman. In other words, you know, I really honor her femininity, you know, her eternal uh, feminine divine, and I connect each woman with that. And when she puts on a Sue Wong, she's magically transformed into her own goddess. So I I really honor that goddess element in, in all women, you know, basically throughout my whole career. And that's why I'm very popular with the ladies, you know, who wear my clothes. And I'm popular with their husbands, boyfriends, lovers, whatever, because they love seeing their ladies all done up in my clothes. Okay, sure. Oh, how, yes. How, how, how are you priced? Where do you go from where to
2: where on your pricing?
0: Well, I mean, you know, um, I've, I've been semi-retired from fashion for about three years because I did it basically for decades, you know, and it was really a great um profession for me I mean I could have really done as well in any of the visual arts you know but you know I saw the future of retail where it was going and I just really decided and I really had worked my butt off you know basically over the decades and you know like in in basically I think it was like 50 years of of a 50-year career I only sat out three seasons in my entire life now let me tell you what a season consists of Every <laughs> every year, we come up with five different collections. So can you imagine, you know, 50 times uh, five, you know, I, what is the math on that? That That's many, many seasons. So yeah. out of that, okay, I, it's more than 150. But anyway, I, I sat out only three of those seasons in my entire career. Can you believe that? You know, Amazing. Amazing. so I just really decided, OK, you know, fashion is really no longer a creative challenge to me because I'm really one of those creative, um, you know, multi-dimensional creative intuitives that really can do so many different things. For instance, okay. if I-
2: wait, wait. So we're not, we're not going to find your clothes in Marshalls.
0: Never.
2: No, when no, no nine ninety nine. We're not going to get a suit so on for fourteen
0: ninety five. No, but 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 you know, when I was really you know at the you know the height of my game, uh, there was not anything that sold for you know like over a thousand dollars. I think probably nine hundred dollars was really my top of the line gown, and for that you got really a ball gown with you know all the bells and whistles on them, and it was really remarkable because. I'm really known as the every woman's couturier because I basically was the first uh, American designer to really bring haute couture to uh, the market because I am a couture designer, but you know the, the way I really cleverly uh, constructed everything and the way I marketed everything, and also I was very smart as a businesswoman because instead of going through a middleman in China, I established my own um, uh, home offices in uh, Hong Kong as well as in China, and I became my own agent you know, so I was really able to cut out the middleman, go factory direct. And, uh, you know, so I passed out a lot of my savings to my good customers, as a matter of fact. But I still made a fortune, you know, I don't think it's really possible to to do that today because now the prices have probably gone up six times. So I got in at the right time, right
2: place. Yeah. One more question for me. How do you say "I love you" in Chinese? Wo ai ni. How do you say? Wo me. War. I. Me. I. Me. No, no, yes. just one Well, anyway, war. I. Me. To you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank
0: you, sweetheart. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy wants <Wonson, laughs> to talk <laughs> more. Jimmy wants. I
2: wanted. I wanted to talk. Talk more about your early days in China when you were a poor little girl living with your grandmother. Sure. I, I found that so fascinating. Folks, you've got to get her book. There's a movie coming out on this woman.
0: She is absolutely a story that you've never (laughs) heard before. Well, I'm still in the process of writing the book, and I'm still in the process of working with the screenplay. So it'll probably be a couple of years before all of that is, you know, um, is is done. (laughs) And patiently, we will wait. I'm going to throw it over to
2: Jimmy now and take a little drink
1: I'm just going to do this real quick First of all, for, there's a few people uh, I, I I was I know you've, everybody has worn Because like, when we mentioned you were coming on A lot of our Hollywood friends all mentioned Oh my god, I love her dresses, I've worn her dresses But a few of the people that you have dressed That everybody on the planet knows Anne Hathaway, Jessica Biel Minnie Driver, Tyra Banks, Taylor Swift I mean, they're like the biggest stars on the planet There you go, yes I even
0: dressed Kim Kardashian
1: <laughs> There you go <laughs>
0: So I've, I've met them all, and, and every time I go to, like, the Emmys or the Golden Globes or the Academy Award parties, you know, whether it's for Fox or Harvey Weinstein back in the old days before he got arrested. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <you> know, <I've, laughs> I used to go, too. I knew Harvey for years. <laughs> but, I mean, but anyway, I, 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 I would you know go uh, go to these you know Oscar parties or Golden Globe parties, and I would see reams of, of you know people wearing my my stuff. And some of them, you know, might have been like two or three or four years old, but it's really like, you know, going there and, and really be a greeting one of your old friends, you know, and then I would really freak them out. I would really go up to the wearer and I said, um, oh, by the way, I really love your dress, you know, and, and then they said, oh, thank you very much. And then, then, I, then I would say, well, by the way, I'm the designer. What?
1: Mm-hmm. You're Sue Wong. <laughs> right. I love it. So then, uh, I know, guys. I want to go back to the Cedars for a minute, but yes, Sue, Sue has is watching sure. a, a new company, Sue Wong Signature Designer Homes and Hotels, and uh, and the Cedars is one of her houses. You guys, it was built in the 1920s. It's a historical Hollywood palazzo. In the 60s, it was a fame rock palace. Uh, it was featured in Sunset Boulevard yes. and he's a writer. I just want to give a list to some of the people who have stayed there over the to- over the years. Just yeah, well, on. let me, let me, let me t- t- tell
0: you really briefly about the history real quickly. So it was conceived by Maurice Ternier, this French visionary artist, you know, and he created this really masterpiece. It's really a work of art. There is no home in Hollywood like it. I mean, give me a break. I, You know, Angelina Jolie bought the Cecil B uh, Cecil C- C- B. Uh, Demille Mansion, rather, uh, over in Laughlin Park, you know, which is only about five minutes away from here. She paid twenty-five million dollars for it. It doesn't hold a matchstick next to the Roman candle of the Cedars. Let me tell you, because there was not one bit of a uh, period detail or anything. I've got ceilings that are w- works of art. I have uh, decoupage, uh, the entryway is a 38 foot tower. It's all with decoupage and gilded angels. I have this uh, living room ballroom, which is about 2000 square feet. And it has magnificent pencil, um, I mean, stencil uh, uh, painted uh, uh, beams. Uh, I've got the Howard Hughes, you know, room, which is a solarium. So anyway, so uh, it's also known as the Norma Talmadge estate. So I'm sure you guys are really familiar with this movie. You know, it was a 1949 or 1950 Billy, Billy Wilder classic called Sunset Boulevard, yes. where she really uttered those uh, immortal uh, line, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Remember that movie?
2: Absolutely. Well, that was, movie. Gloria Swanson playing Norma Desmond. Gloria Swanson was a girlfriend of my yes. mother's. I met Gloria Swanson when wow. I was seven years old, and she was the tiny. I thought she was marvelous in this movie. She was, ap- in yes. person, she was so theater. In person, it was like, oh darling, she was she was Norma Desmond for real. <laughs> but uh, my mother well, was. Was that true? From- my mother was a silent movie. Well, I, the, the, uh, uh, oh, Jane is that Jane right? Jane that, that, and going wow. back to Angelina Jolie, that, that, I used to crazy. give her peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in my house because she was my daughter Deirdre's friend. They went to Elwood <laughs> School when I lived in Beverly Hills. So now I'm happy that I know where Angie lives. I'm going to look her up because I've been trying to track her down. <laughs> So now you think your house is better yeah, than so, so
0: Yeah, okay. so she lives a stone's throw away from, from the cedar. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, it's also known as the Norma Talmadge uh, estate. And Norma Talmadge yeah. married Silence. to yeah. Joe Shank, who... who, who who, who founded, um, you know, uh, her husband, Joel Schenk, founded 20th Century Fox Studios. So they right. would entertain their, their their best friends, Charlie Chaplin, Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks, you know, in the, the Cedars. And then they went on to really form United Artists Pictures together. So, uh, you know, that was a really, you know, quite a, um, you know, a, a, coterie of friends there. And then after them, uh, in comes Errol Flynn. And then in the early 30s, it became the home of Howard Hughes. So can you imagine Howard Hughes lived here? And then so he had this uh, beautiful grand piano delivered. And the guy who delivered it was none other than a struggling young um, opera singer by the name of Mario Lanza. You know, and then after that, it was uh, Bella Lugosi, you know, so he lived here at wow. the height of his Count Dracula fame. Wow. And then decades later, Johnny Depp would live here because he was trying to vibe in on Bella Lugosi when he was doing that movie, Ed Wood, with yeah. the, uh, Tim Burton. So Johnny Depp lived here for about a year And I still get his You know, fan mail from all over the world From Croatia, from (laughs) South America You know, from Brazil You know, I mean, you know From the UK You know, it's just really amazing And then in the 60s It became this iconic rock palace So let me tell you Uh, These were no ordinary rockers who lived here. They were rock gods. They were iconic rock gods. So you had the likes of uh, Jimi Hendrix. Remember that group called Love, you know, in the 60s, uh, L-O-V-E with Arthur Lee? So Arthur Lee lived here, and he brought in his best friend, Jimi Hendrix. So that's how come Jimi Hendrix got to live here. But before that, even uh, the Rolling Stones lived here with uh, Brian Jones. And then Jim Morrison lived here, you know, and and Janice Joplin used to really, this was her favorite place to really come and party, you know? And then you had uh, Bob Dylan was living here, Van Morrison was living here, Uh, Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground lived here. And you're gonna appreciate this, Ron, because uh, Eddie Warhol, who was a New Yorker, you know, he was tied into the, you know, Velvet Underground and he was really good friends with uh, Lou Reed. So when he would come to LA, he would stay here at the Cedars. So, uh, you know, and then they, they, they made another iconic. Right. If
2: I'm not mistaken with this house, because she said Errol Flynn owned it. I've been in that house about 30 years ago. My friend Greta owned it. Did you know Greta who owned that house?
0: Uh, No, I don't. Not Greta
2: Greta No, 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 no. no. Greta was a heavy-set German woman. I won't use her last name. She may not like it. But she had a couple of artisans from Italy come in at the time to do a lot of work on it. And it was Errol Flynn's. Yes. Story she told me was, in the swimming pool dressing room, above the dressing room, there was a little glory hole where Errol Flynn would go, and Sophia Loren was in there changing her bathing suit, smelling her underarms. And that's in <laughs> so a. House, you, can add, you can
0: add that story to your. Oh house. my God. I, yeah. I, I had no idea Sophia Loren was there. That's really yeah, interesting. Sophia, Sophia Loren was in the And you know pool. who else
1: was in it? Mm-hmm. Eileen Shapiro told me she was in it and she used the Jimi Hendrix bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I
0: actually had the you know paranormal um, you know uh, workers who came through here. We filmed another's uh, you know pilot for 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 this uh, paranormal uh, series uh, called Haunted Hollywood, and they actually brought in paranormal uh, experts. And then one of them actually had a conversation with Jimi Hendrix, and he told her, I mean, he told him rather, that he had written a song and he had stuck it in one of those gilded, you know, uh, columns in in my colonnade. Uh, There's a a couple of them. So we have no idea which one, and I'm not about to tear down my house to find out. But we worth the fortune. A fortune.
2: fortune. Wait a minute! It would have been worth the fortune, but you don't need a fortune. <laughs> you don't need any more money. No, I've, i make- I already, I already have my fortune made. Thank no, you. Wait a minute. <laughs> if you make one more dollar, I bet it goes directly to the government.
0: It probably would, and actually, you know, at this point in my uh, uh, stage in life, you know, because I am getting a little older. And um, I'm really thinking about my legacy as to, you know, what imprint I want to leave behind. So I'm actually going to really be bequeathing the cedars in the future uh, because I'm in the process the very beginning stages of forming my Su Wong Legacy Foundation. So I really want to bequeath it and uh, as a living museum of art, basically, and of uh, golden Hollywood history Thank for future few generations. Question. Thank you. Thank you, you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, and, and I also Good. want to really start, you know, an adjunct museum, you know, uh, either next to it or close to here. But I want to start the Siu Wong Fashion Museum and have uh, these international, uh, you know, students be inspired to come here for work study. But you know, in the last twenty years or so, I basically archived. Over 11,000 of my favorite designs. So I, wow. showed, I showed about 70 designs at, at my Oscar uh, uh, party fashion show. So that's only 70 out of over 11,000. Can you imagine, wow. you know, the, 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 the library, the cool. vast library cool. that I have? Your fingers must be sore from all that sewing. <laughs> well, I'm actually not a good technician, but you know, I'm a very I was good ask you, good you, person. do you know how to do you know how to run a sewing machine. I do, and I've sewn, geez, I've I've been making my own clothes since I was nine years old because, you know, uh, my parents were immigrants from China along with me, and I got really tired of really, you know, wearing these funny China hand-stitched dresses that my mother would really uh, buy a piece of remnant for 35 cents or something from J.J. Newberry's, and then she would patch up something ungodly, (laughs) <laughs> for me to wear and then so I'd really be g- g- going to school embarrassed as hell you know when the other l- l- little girls wore these beautiful little organza dresses or whatever and they were all so pretty and flirty and mine were really like China style you know so yes, I got sick yes. and tired of that crap so <laughs> so I started to really go to you know like uh, I went to J.J. Newberry's to really buy remnants but with eyelet trim and then I started to to design my own clothes and started to sew them at age nine. So that's what really oh, good got me. So now you, now you
2: screwed them all because you bought JJ's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Honey, I, heard, I, heard, I heard, I heard, that you are one of the biggest real estate holders in our country, that you are a wise woman. in oh, no. What,
0: well, no, you No, no, not really, you know. You I, I, I invested in, No, I, I don't own the hotels, you know. Uh, um but I do know no, 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 that's, that's coming up. I'll tell you a little bit about that later. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, like um, basically I, I took about three years off between fashion and I just really needed to rest and travel and, you know, have some fun. And then I thought I would really start a second empire, you know, out of China And then I decided not to. I said, girl, you are crazy, because at that age you just really want to, you know, work your tail feathers off. And I decided, no, I don't really need the approval from my dark father anymore. Because don't forget, I'm such a driven human being. I've always been compelled towards accomplishment and achievement because my own father, whom I really only met you know when I uh, came here uh, with my mother uh, in in the fifties. I never met him before. He fled uh, you know um, Maoist China while uh, the going was good because you know the government basically closed down everybody um, and threw all the foreign imperialists off uh, out the door. That include uh, included the Brits, the French, the Germans, the Americans, everybody. So China closed its doors. My mother and I were trapped um, until uh, I was five and a half years old. And, uh, you know, uh, it was really a, a life of scarcity, you know, uh, as a child growing up in Maoist, China. There was a famine and scarcity of food everywhere. And it is true that how I survived was my, you know, beloved little grandmother, who was the first love of my life. She loved me so much, she couldn't really, you know, bear the pain of me starving. So she would really trap rats around the house, you know. And as a matter of fact, that's how my movie starts, you know, because I'm at the Cedars getting ready for this glorious uh, retrospective fashion show so you know i get taken by limo and everything else and then uh you know i go inside and uh you know the fashion show goes on and sure enough the girls are looking glorious and like you know exotic visionary uh, goddesses and then all of a sudden i I come and uh, walk the plank i call it walking the plank you know i walk in the middle of the you know, to, to take the bow, and just as I'm ready to really take the bow in front of a sea of press and flashing bulbs and, you know, photographers and everything, I see this rat, you know, darting in the corner, darting across the room in front of, you know, celebrities and, you know, honorary guests and everything else, and it disappears into a floorboard, and now, you know, you're in this rat hole, which is this tunnel of time. So, you know, you're following the rat in this, you know, uh, rat tunnel, and it's racing and racing and racing, you know, and suddenly you hear uh, California English, you hear Spanish, and then you go, uh, you know, a long ways, and all of a sudden you hear German and French and Mandarin, you know, uh, Chinese, and finally you hear Cantonese because my people were from the south and we're Cantonese. And then the rat, you know, there's an a, a, a opening in the tunnel in the distance, and it's all light. The rat leaps across, you know, into the light, and all of a sudden, it's, you know, like early 50s, you know, uh, Maoist China, and it's my grandmother's household, and she's chasing that same rat for my supper that night. Do you like that? <laughs> that 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 that's that's how my movie starts. Can you imagine?
2: <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I want to know more about when you were a young girl because I picture all of what you wrote, and you know, I, as I said, I've never researched a guest yet. I don't do that. I like to be spontaneous. But with you, I keep saying to Jimmy, "When is she coming on? When next month? Next month? Never coming on." I want to say before it goes anywhere else this show, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. I'm famous for that. I'm 80, I'm 80 years old, Sue. So I've earned the right to say whatever I want if it's good. Amen. Amen. Me too. I'm I'm very direct. I'm about the most direct positive, I know. Positive. I have never said this to anyone except Jane Russell, who was my dearest best friend in the world. We hung out.
0: I, I, I met her in Sedona, Arizona uh, a year right. ago, yeah. about 30 That's something right. years ago, she's you she's
2: know, like my sister. I have never said this to anyone else. And I'm going to say it to you. I so want to be your friend. I Aww. so want to, know, I so want to have lunch with you, you and listen Absolutely. To you. Absolutely. and listen to your stories and then report them. Because one, I'm, a, I'm a good storyteller, and you know, not you that there are long ways. You remember the movie with Ingrid Bergman when she played a Chinese, no, she played an English woman who went to China to help the people get out of the communists that were coming to kill them. I forgot, uh, Tea and Sympathy, was it? I think a wonderful, yes. wonderful movie.
0: Yes. And I
2: kind of,
0: China, China has had an incredible history, you know, it's a
2: fascinating a little, history. It's it's the yes. history and the art, the art of uh, the Chinese art. First of all, I love China. That's another thing I was pissed off about. I got to your friggin' uh, Academy Award thing. No Chinese food. I said, What Chinese <laughs> is Actually, uh, you know, the, the, the
0: Tacklin Center is uh, owned by, uh, I think, uh, Persians and Armenians. Uh, so we kind of had a little bit of a Middle yeah, Eastern flavor. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know what to me? I'm all dolled up looking
2: like some Christmas faggot. And I'm waiting <laughs> now. I'm wa- wait a minute, I'm waiting now to get in the room. And a friend of mine comes over and she said, Oh my God, the Slater's not here. Ron, would you slate everything? Everybody, so she throws the slate at me, and there I am, slating all the people going on interview <laughs> on the red carpet. So I got to miss the befores, I didn't get one egg roll, anything. And I understand there was some- <laughs>
0: well, I'll make it up, I'll make it make it up to you. How's that? Good. You know, my, I, my I, I was, uh, I was uh, how, to- yes, my next question Do you cook? I do. And I'm not a bad chef, and it's all intuitive again. I don't follow recipes. I just really throw things together. I'm actually, you know, somewhat of a legendary hostess in this town of Hollywood. I throw these legendary parties, and everybody knows brother really wants to really come here. They crowd, they've crashed my parties galore. They have even sold tickets to my New Year's Eve party for three hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Are you ready for that?
2: No, Sue, <laughs> like, like Jimmy and I, will cover all your parties and we'll cover them the best. We don't use any well, Thank you. Well, but- well there, 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 there is going to be one
0: coming up. So I was going to say, so I'm using the Cedars as my inspiration, but um, the Cedars really sits in the uh, Hollywood Hills East which is uh, an enclave by the name of Los Feliz, if, if you're familiar yeah, well, with LA. I know it very well. I know it very yes, and, well. And this is where all the, you know, movie stars, you know, uh, Bogart and, and uh, Bacall and, well, yeah. you know, Cecil B. DeMille, Charlie yeah. Chaplin, I mean, it, uh, Cooper, like- Gary Cooper, all of them lived here, you know, <laughs> and of the filmmakers. So anyway, I bought this 1928 uh, Hacienda, you know, and I'm going to really be, um, well, not going to be, I'm right in the throes of it. I'm in the middle of it. I've owned this house for two and a half weeks and you ought to see, uh, you know my cohort freya Pruitt um we've done all kinds of things to it already i'm redesigning the period wrought iron you know and uh stained glass leaded glass uh spanish tiles uh, the you know talavera tiles i mean it's going to be sensational so when that is uh finished i'm going to have a little housewarming party for the press Um, which you can help me with because this time, uh, uh, aside from the fashion press, we can also have really the the home press, the interior design press. So I'm designing the gardens. I'm putting in an incredible cactus garden, you know, and then I'm doing this whole California lifestyle, uh, outdoor kitchen and entertainment gazebo, uh, you know, with with the uh, water feature, you know, meandering from the cactus garden. It's going to be incredible. So meanwhile, we're definitely going to have a party for that. Absolutely. But meanwhile, you, you didn't you
2: didn't even know it, but I was invited to your birthday party that they in Malibu that they canceled because of the the, the virus. I
0: know. What, what's you know. going on with the The 25th year birthday party, you're 25, right? (laughs) Well, you know, they just moved the Oscars to, I believe, April 25th because of all this craziness that's really going on in America right now. You know, personally, I'm really sick and tired of all the, you know, the the politics, the violence, the destruction, absolutely, the all absolutely. of that. Stuff. I want my country back. You know, I'm absolutely. still absolutely good girl. And, good know, girl. Yeah. So good you know, I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Neither you know, am I. I'm, not I'm, an I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm I'm a you know a naturalized citizen, but I'm still. I grew up here. Basically, I'm essentially an American. But, you know, like I, I do, you know, have, I came I, I did come from a very traditional Chinese upbringing. So I have that part of me. So I'm old world and new world, but I'm essentially mm-hmm. American. And, you know, it sort of really breaks my heart what's really going on in this country right now, because you have these, you know, factions that have been created. And, you know, it's all about separatism and divide. And I mean, you know, we as a people, as the American people, we should really stand in unity you know? And we shouldn't really make the spectacle of ourselves. The, the, the whole world is really watching us, including our enemies. And do we want to give them that satisfaction? Come on, everybody, you know? Oh, we please. need to I, really stand I, together. I, I,
2: I'm, I'm an Italian American. My parent, my father was born in Italy. My mother American. I was born in America. But I have many, many relatives still in Genoa, Italy, and Venice. Um, yes. We, we, we speak often. And they said to me, oh my god, Ron, vergogna. Vergogna in Italian is embarrassment. And they said, we feel sorry for you and your country because Europe and the rest of the world is saying, what kind of country is America? They're disgusting. And, and it's an
0: embarrassment. So It, usually, it is a true embarrassment. Yeah. So I really implore everybody. You know, what's really made this country really great was really the fact that, you know, we are... Um, ethnically diverse. We come from different cultures, you know, whether it's Irish or or British or Italian or German or African or Chinese or Korean, you know. I mean, you know, this is what really makes our country great. So we shouldn't really be separated, you know, by by the polarity of differences now i grew up in south central la you know because i was really uh, thrown into this tenement building uh right off of skid row and then I thought it was a really big treat when my father bought our first house for us in South Central L.A., south of Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh, but he bought the house for $11,000, you know, back in the, I guess it was the late 50s. But we had an ethnically diverse neighborhood, you know. We had blacks, we had uh, probably the white folks who were moved out by then, but we had Asian Americans, we had Koreans, Japanese, Chinese we had uh, uh, Latino people. So all of these people were my friends, you know. My best girlfriend growing up was Betty Jean Peels, and she was two years older than me. Um, and she was black, but she was my best friend. We didn't really see anybody, you know, via color, you no, know. I, I, I never saw
2: yes. I nev- I never saw. Are you familiar with Brooklyn, New York? Uh, I've been there a few times okay. over the I'm, years, I'm yes. from I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn is right. a tough Tough neighborhood, tough people. I went to school with, as you named, everybody. I never knew black Chinese. I mean, these people were my Puerto Rican. I had the best Puerto Rican friends. They made fried bananas. I couldn't wait to go to their house and eat it. So I grew up absolutely with no prejudice at
0: all. Also, my and, father. And, and, was, and we, were, we were colorblind, you know. But we, we, didn't, we didn't know, know it. it. We, we didn't, didn't have, know it. Uh, right. We, and, and even today, the way I tr- see people, I see people's souls. I see us all as different souls. My you know? God, how I love you.
2: How I fucking <laughs> love you. I absolutely love you. I think I, everything I found out about you is the truth. Everything <laughs> I found out is the truth. You are. Thank you. You are absolutely an alien, or some super goddess. No, you you are, I, mean, I, I never agree with anybody 100%, but you haven't said one word that I don't agree with 100%. I only can't wait right. to hug, hug and give you a kiss for being such a fabulous Thank you. Thank you. human you know, being. And you know my, what, my, you're, my, you're my, not, my, wait, hang on, one more thing, one more thing, heart. one more thing, yes. one more thing. Yes. you're down to earth, you're not a snob, you're not
0: a bitch, and I'm glad about <laughs> that. So I'm her. very, very, I'm very right. down to earth because yeah. I, I because it's my peasant roots you know I'm, I'm, I'm very earthy and i'm very direct i always you know uh, uh, speak it tell it like it is so of course, to speak of I'm, I'm i'm no nonsense no bullshit, nothing you know what you see is what you get that's exactly what i say
2: so here we go next time you're in palm springs you're in our house and I'm oh, I'm I'm cooking you the most delicious Italian dinner you've ever had. And the conversation will be great because I know who to invite to our dinner party. Famous people. But famous people who think like you. I won't, put, I won't put morons at the table to insult you. And we're going to have a wonderful time. We're going to have a wonderful time. Well, I love Italian food. That's one of my favorite and cuisines. I cook,
0: I cook northern, northern Italian. I, I love them. Yeah, I, I have really good friends in, in Milano, by the way. So Absolutely.
1: that's in the north. I have yes. an aunt, I have
2: an aunt in Milano
1: so hang on you guys because we yeah only- Jimmy's got to talk now and push we've
2: only goodies Jimmy
1: like we've only why I don't even hear me do you hear me no I hear good. you hey okay so uh, we only have a couple of minutes left so first thing I want to do we'll bring you back another time and we can talk more about the sure. new stuff that you're doing um, all right. time, time went by really fast but first of all tell people how do they follow you in social media what's your Instagram what's your Facebook? I'll okay, look. my my
0: Facebook and and uh, my Facebook and Instagram are the same. It's uh, Sue Wong Fashion, and you can also visit my website at suwong.com. dot com. And uh, I personally do all of my. Um, I'm I'm not interactive on on Instagram because I really don't know how to work it that well. But I'm very active on Facebook. And I you know, and I basically, you know, on Facebook, I have I have what what I call the Sue Wong magazine daily because I post on uh, fashion, on beauty, on architecture, on literature, on cinema, you know, on anything that really floats my boat. So, you know, everything positive, everything uh, c- cultural Um, You know, um, I I have uh, spirituality in there. I think I was one of the very first people about 10 years ago to really add wisdom quotes to these beautiful, glorious images. You'll find nothing but beauty in those and wisdom in in what I have to say. And, uh, you know, my goal is to really inspire people to really follow their dreams. So that's what I'm all about. Let me tell you something. Everything that I have read about you or or researched
2: about you is positive. And the message message that you send out is brilliant. Now do me a little favor. I have a very dear friend of mine in New York city. She's my best friend, almost my sister, since we're kids. She adores you. Somehow you you accepted her on your Facebook page and she's so excited. She loves every home you put all your, she's, your biggest fan. Her name is Wait. Terry. Her name is Terry Vecchio. So, would you kindly say hi to Terry Vecchio?
0: Your yes. Fan? It's my pleasure. Hi, Terry. Terry Vecchio, I'm so happy to meet you and you know, I love these guys, Jimmy and Ron they've been really great to really have me on their show and I hope you invite me back for some more Are you serious? (laughs) I have never been I have never been so interested in one of our
2: guests in a long time (laughs) We have a lot of of Hollywood people that come on all they talk about is their stupid boring fucking movies and I could care less (laughs) A woman comes on with brains. I love women with brains and a woman as interesting as you are, I'm serious about wanting to pick your brain. I think you are one of the most interesting women of our century, and I intend oh, to write. Right. No, no, seriously, I Thank want to you. do a private interview with you. I want to come in and film it and do a private interview because Wonderful. you have to say. And right now, Sue, we need what you have to say. Because Thank we're you. In a sorry, Thank you. our country's in a
0: sorry. Yes, bed. yes. We we need positivity. We don't need <laughs> we we need people who really uplift civil civilization and culture, not tearing it down. There's too much negativity. I feel like you know uh, our, our country is moving through some sort of dark uh, spell or a dark uh, star, yeah. and and we need to lift ourselves out of there and just really get out of all this hatred and anger and, you know, Perhaps venom so. and, you know, we, we, we need to get to a positive place because you, you can't fight, you know, hatred or bigotry with more hatred or fire with fire. You really have to really, you know, like get to a place where, you know, you bring love and peace and positivity. And that's the only way you can really lift the vibrational level of humanity. Now, I think you're going to agree with what I'm going to say.
2: Yes. Hate. hate only destroys the hater
0: that's quite true you know, because people the other people. Yes, absolutely. Stuff. Absolutely. Everything serves as a boomerang and comes right back and that poison arrow is redirected like a boomerang, boom, right back at
1: you. So oh,
0: what I what what I good does that do? We have to go. Uh,
1: yeah, we have to, okay. have to yeah. so, Sue, we want to thank you so much. I don't know what happened to my microphone. We want to thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Freya, for setting it all up. Good luck with everything going oh, with the two long signature homes. We'll have you back. And go back to work and have fun. Okay, what,
2: thank what you. What a pleasure Jimmy. it is to <laughs> knowing you. A great thank pleasure to know you. In you.
0: Well,
2: thank you. You, you want to marry me?
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I told you my first boyfriend that I fell in love with was gay.
1: No, no, we're, we're, we're off the air. You want me to tell you the story real quickly? <laughs> we're not off the air. We, we have another guest come in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll save it for some other time,
1: okay? Good love you, Sue. Bye-bye. Okay,
2: bye. Love bye. You. bye bye Bye-bye. 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 She is absolutely fabulous. What a fabulous Hello. guest.
1: I don't know what happened, though. Why I can't hear myself at Because all. you're deaf.
2: No, um, you can't hear me. Can't hear you. you have to share my mic. I did research her, and I'm telling you, everyone listening, the more I found out about her, the more I admired her. When I heard the story that her grandmother used to kill rats in the the little dump they lived in on a canoe, and she would eat rats, and now today she eats caviar. I mean, what a wonderful rags to riches story. What a story telling you how America can make anybody fabulous if you try. Sue came here poor. Okay, and now today she's one of the wealthiest women in the world. I admire her. She's beautiful. She's got wisdom. She's a spirit. She believes everything I believe. She speaks like me. I swear we could be
1: sisters. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so everybody, we want to give a quick shout out to all the places you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. You can watch us live, obviously, every mm-hmm. Wednesday through the W4CY Radio website. So you can hear us on W4CY Radio, K4HD Radio, Jackalope Radio, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, and iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And on television, you can watch us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Um, we're trying to build our uh, YouTube channel, so please go to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and uh, click subscribe because we need subscribers. And um, we want to. Th- I think everybody in the chat room seemed to enjoy the whole conversation. Um, oh, come on! There's She's a lot a of br- people in there. What an And uh, interest- Lorene Landon joined us too during oh, that whole thing. Oh, hold it!
2: Silence, Lorene, my love, my sweetheart, my best, dearest friend in the world. We, we have to stop playing telephone tag. I call you, you don't answer. You call me, I don't answer. Anyway, angel face, my sweetie pie, uh, 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 we have to talk. But I just want you to know that I'm so happy that you're happy.
1: We love her. Everybody in the chat room has been really good. See, now I can hear myself. I don't know what happened.
2: Because you went deaf for a while. At your age, that happens.
1: Oh, well. Partial
2: deafness. for masturbating a lot, you don't go blind, you go yeah. deaf. Yeah,
1: right. Anyway,
2: that Sue Wong is absolutely Fan-fucking-tastic. You know, I know a lot of zillionaires, millionaires. I met them all. They were boring shit. But this lady really has got what to talk about. And I love her metaphoric stuff about, you know, the aliens and the gods. And, oh, she's up my alley. I cannot wait to take her to lunch. I'm going to have the best time.
1: And, you guys, her website is suwong.com. So you can actually go to suwong.com. Um, all right. So let's go ahead. We're going to bring in our next guest. Let's see if we can hear him, and once we hear him, we can like uh, actually uh, talk with him and uh, give him a good introduction. This is going to be fun, because now we're bringing in Rockstar Royalty. Hey, 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 what's up? Say something. I can't hear you. And we can't <laughs> see you. You're too dark. <laughs> Lighten up
2: and speak up before we smack you around the room. you got
1: to hit your microphone, because we can't hear you. Uh, so figure out how to go in and do your mic. And, and
2: Kenny, you're too dark. We need more light.
1: He's looking, putting on his glasses to look. There you go. He's working on it. In um, the
2: main, Can he light up?
1: They all say they can see him, but they can't hear him. Yay. Yeah, but he's in. The, he's
2: shadowy. He's dark. Okay.
1: There oh, you go. There oh, that you was go. good. That's oh, good. Like look, people look like that. at That's you. That's good. We can see you. Like, oh, that. look at you. <laughs> oh yeah. We still can't hear you though. Do something with your microphone. You might. When you enter the chat room, you have to like check your mics. You might have to go out and enter again. I'm not sure. Um. That's not you, right, Rebel? That's not you having it muted, right? I'm going to assume not because she's not saying
2: anything. (laughs) Oh, let's do it right. We had such a good show so far. Let's not fuck it up. No, it's not
1: me. Um, No, it's not you.
2: It's Kenny. Kenny, we need light and sound. No, he's
1: good, okay, with light. That's fine, like that.
2: Why don't we just go to his house and beat the shit out of him?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess they're going to work on getting it. So, everybody, this is
1: Kenny. You Huh? He's doing what you said. He checked out. So he goes back in the studio. He has to check his speakers and everything before he comes through. um, And we can see. Everybody else said they can see him because they're all saying, hey, Kenny. Uh, And they say when I lean back in the chair, the microphone works.
2: So, Eileen, I think I asked you already. Are you keeping the blonde hair? She's
1: not here now. She had to go. She might be coming back, though. Um, She had a meeting with some people. For World Star PR, which, by the way, if you guys need PR for any of your music or film projects, World Star PR, we are the freaking like best. I kid you not. We're really, really good. No,
2: it's true. He doesn't bullshit. If he did, I'd smack him. If he was lying, I'd tell him, cool it, baby. Dave
1: Hughes says, who killed Kenny?
2: <laughs> the, light, the light bulb blew up, oh my God. and he got electrocuted.
1: No, that's from South Park, who killed Kenny? That's from a comic. That's from a, co- a cartoon oh. show. It's hilarious. I, I love it. It's very cool. Um, uh-oh, here we go. I oh, no, I still don't hear him. How come we can't hear you? There's got to be like a thing with the microphone. Uh, if you have an iPhone. Okay, Kenny, can you do me a favor
0: and check the speakers on your computer itself?
1: Check the speakers on the computer itself. To
0: make sure the microphone is, is not muted.
1: Make sure the microphone is not muted or the volume is up. Da-da-da, da-da-da. So Anton Country Super has a new song coming out next week, you guys. I'm just doing the chat room while we're waiting to try to get Kenny in here. Uh, Lady Like Music says we lost Kenny. Everybody's saying we lost Kenny. Hello, Kenny. Um, uh, there's got to be a way to get the speaker. Otherwise, do you have an iPhone? Click the link from your iPhone, and we'll do it from your phone. Otherwise, if we can't get through on the commission.
2: Hello, Kenny. Well, hello, oh. Kenny. <laughs> it's so nice to have you back. Once more, you sucker where the <laughs> fuck are you?
1: <laughs> Kenny baby, let's go on with the show. You guys Kenny too is part of like one of the the, the biggest hair metal bands in the freaking country and he's uh, a cool for 35 dude. Years. He's, he's a, cool,
2: a dude. cool dude. That Kenny's a cool guy.
1: We can't hear you though. We can see your mouth moving. It's like you're getting ready to give a blowjob or something.
2: Jimmy, don't try to get... <laughs> see, when you do it, it's vulgar, right? I thought it was When funny. I do it, oh, now, now it cute. says the
1: microphone's not on. It says the microphone's muted on him, on the thing. Unmute your microphone. Maybe that'll help. Hello? Headset, Kenny. Oh, the headset's not helping, though, because we don't have a... Uh... I'm hungry. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe I should go in the kitchen and fix
2: us a sandwich while we wait.
1: Kenny, right now your microphone shows that it's like blocked, muted, or whatever. Did I,
2: I didn't eat lunch. No. Oh, no wonder. So unmute one one one. it.
1: Uh, see if you can unmute it. And otherwise. Oh, now he's up there twice. Check oh, that I, out. Nice. Oh, nice. hey, nice I can yeah. right? Yeah. Now
2: we. Oh, you speak English. No.
1: <laughs> All Come right, on. you guys. Now we're back and we are live with Kenny Wilkerson. Just say something again. Let me out. Yeah, we can hear you. Is he putting in headphones so Kenny, in here? So, Kenny, is
2: it true that your band has been compared to Henry Mancini? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you probably don't know who Henry Mancini no. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, now he disappeared. We're having a, we're having a good time. <laughs> wait, now we don't hear you again. What did you just do? Whatever you just did, you fucked it up. No, we don't hear you. We heard you a minute ago. What did you hit? Whatever you hit, unhit it. <laughs> You put headphones on, I think. Did you put headphones on? Whatever happened, whatever you did, you totally like. I can see that the microphone is muted by looking. So look for your microphone mute and unmute it. Because I can actually see it. It should be down at the bottom of the screen when you're into the StreamYard thing. On the left, it says mute. Click the button, and that'll unmute you. And that'll get you in, hopefully. Okay. uh, No, it's still there. I was looking at mine. (laughs) I looked at my own holy. Okay, now talk. Oh no, it's unmuted, but I still don't see you. What the hell did you do? I don't know. Maybe I should. I heard a bell. I heard, I heard a bell too. I don't know what that was. Bells good... are ringing for me and my gal. No more Kenny. Now I see Mike muted. Oh, see, they can see the mic's muted too. That's funny.
2: You must remember this: a kiss, a kiss is just a kiss, but a fuck is much better
1: holy shit right jimmy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> kenny they, can write, they said he can write on a piece of paper <gasps> yeah, that's kenny. hilarious i
2: think we should go back to sue screw kenny
1: no sue probably went back to work anyway and we love kenny i know kenny's a good guy we'll get him back kenny eventually a good guy Hopefully, we'll get him back. So, chat room, what's going on? I hope everybody's doing good. The chat room keeps filling up. Everybody's in there. Let's give some highs to Anton Country Super and B. Claudia and Teresa Sabine Marketing and Lady Lake Music. And And, and hang
2: on. Everybody out there that watched the Sue Wang interview that's on my page on Facebook, please go on now and make a comment about what you thought of our interview and Sue Wang. Go to Facebook. Come on, guys. Help me out. Otherwise, people don't know what the frig we're doing.
1: Actually, I retweeted us because we're live on Twitter right now. We're live on live on Twitter. Say there we are on Twitter. That's us on Twitter. There
2: we are on Twitter.
1: Yay, I love it. Hey everybody, check it all out. You gotta like love this. I love the fact that we're on Twitter. You guys follow Twitter at W4CY live. Radio on Twitter, you guys. And uh there they have a pinned tweet, and the tweet is us live right now. Wow, pinned
2: tweet us live. You guys, if you are Mr. su Wang, I, what is this? Not Su Wang, Su Wang. Interview. You missed a good show.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I want to know more about her psychic stuff, the third eye and all that shit, because I believe that. Stuff. I actually saw that too. Yeah, but I believe that. And I think that this woman really didn't have the education to do the things that she's doing, that it absolutely was all some kind of a prior life or a guidance. I think she absolutely was spiritually guided. Into doing everything. Oh, I have to get to lunch with her and talk about this.
1: I really do. Okay, say something. God damn it! We still can't hear you. No, I don't know what's going on. Do you have Do you have an iPhone? What kind of phone does he have? I can't see it. You know, Kenny, stand up, drop your pants. It might be an okay. interesting go, story. Go to the link I sent. <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> take the, uh, take your, uh, take your phone and see if you can click the link. If that brings you in and we can do it on your phone. See if you can like find it all everybody. Anyway, we're working on everybody. It's a live show. You guys, we've got Kenny Wilkerson from Nova Rex rocks, Nova Rex. This Twitter is Nova Rex rocks. And, uh, uh, we don't know why we can't hear him. We heard him for a second, and then he like disappeared. On I'm it.
2: starving. I'm gonna go in the kitchen um, and get something.
1: No, you're not. You only have I'm a, hungry. I know, but the show we only have 25 more minutes or so on. The in show 25 anyway. minutes, I could be Wait. dead from starvation. Um, let's see. What's he saying? I don't know what he's saying. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Oh motherfucker, Ow! you are. Oh Jesus oh, Christ, headphones. Oh! All right, fuck those headphones. They're no good. Yeah. Oh, I love the star tattoos under your arm though. Oh man, it's
2: rock and roll, baby. Woo! Meanwhile, you have a voice. I'm so happy. I thought you were mute. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: hey, right.
2: How are you guys hey, doing? So what's going on no, no, in your I gotta, boring doll? No, 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 no.
1: We're gonna introduce him. Hey everybody, now we wanna welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, Kenny Wilkerson. Hello and welcome to the Hello. show. Hey. There's Sorry there. about that you guy's live, man. It's live. Hey, I know you've had, on. you're a host yourself, and so I know that you've had, you've probably had problems before. And Kenny, Kenny,
2: don't feel bad. Five million people just turned us off.
1: Oh, oh, don't tell me that. I'm only five, six minutes late. So you guys, this is Kenny Wilkerson. He's part of the band Nova Rex, uh, which is, uh, when I wrote it down, it's. Top 50 hair bands in history, uh, and uh, they're even in a documentary called Nova Rex Ain't Easy Being Cheesy. And, Ain't uh, easy being cheesy. He's also – oh, that's a good picture. A Nice house. Wow, he's I also – I need a blue light. I'm, I'm, I'm helping. Yeah, good there. That's good there. I like that. And the kitchen's beautiful. That's not uh,
2: Somebody else's house. He lives in a tent in Hollywood Boulevard.
3: No, he actually, he lives in Florida. Oh, for- I'm a Florida man. I gave up that tent in Hollywood, Florida. I did that already.
1: <laughs> where in Florida do you live? Because I where I'm from Florida. I was born and raised there. Uh I live
3: uh, just outside of Orlando. I moved a year ago. I live in Oviedo, where oh, you yeah.
1: uh, say Yeah, I know where I went to University of Florida. I'm a gator. There you go. <laughs> Tom, right?
3: Florida.
1: So, you guys, not only does Kenny a part of a great rock band, he also has his own show on Terrestrial Radio down there. And uh, tell everybody, what's the name of your show? Uh, the show's called Real Talk with G-Love and Kenny the
3: Rocker. That's me. Kenny, and, the on uh, Kenny It's on Florida Man Radio, part of JBC Broadcasting. It's 105.5 FM. There you go. Another one with a talk show? I have a talk show, yeah. Oh, I could throw up. Why don't yeah, you said, of,
2: get off the air, all of you. You all stink. You're not like Jimmy and I. I, I. Get out of here. We're the best. You never not be You're
3: not on my show, right? So I couldn't. I'm not big enough. I
2: never did, I never did your show. You'd no, remember me. Yeah, you, you, you would remember, okay, me. You'd You'd remember. When are you going to have me yeah. on your show so I could torture you some more? Well, the problem <laughs> The problem is, I uh,
3: you guys know Eileen, right? Yes. You know, uh, we, no, we know her bosoms. Yeah. So I said to her, "Hey, you know, help me out with my little cookbook, which I'll tell you about." And she, I said, "By the way, I have an FM radio show. I'll take all your guests." So she's got me booked up for about six weeks now. But after that, you're the next one in line for sure. There you go. Oh, so I'm going to be <laughs> on your <this> show. <laughs> we, do a, we do a show on Fridays called Effed Up Fridays. So uh, you know, now, listen,
2: now listen, you—that little patch of hair you have on your chin. Yeah, yeah. Is that a pussy bumper? That's exactly what it is. And, and my, just-
3: my girl will not let me shave it for that reason. And you, you tickle a clit with it, right?
2: You're going... I love you. I will
3: do your show. You're my kind of people. You're cool. All good. But but it is. But you do have to like... Yeah, I'll be putting a lot of mute buttons, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. I'll be, He'll be
2: clean. Oh, oh, I'll I'll be be.
1: We don't have to be clean on no. this show, so we don't have to worry about it. You're on Kenny, FM radio. Kenny, you get charged. So Kenny, we'll
2: have to be I, I can be very proper. Like, thank you so much yeah having me on your show this is truly a delightful afternoon and i'm so happy that you allowed me to say the nice things that i wanted to say <laughs> right now, that's so fucking boring if i made it interesting like thank you for having me on your show fuck face i haven't had a really good time you know it spikes it up it makes it funny Okay. Let's oh, yeah. make it funny. And and
1: he, you, you, no, no, I need to talk. I need. Wait. To does he
2: play music or bake?
1: He's in a. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bitch right now. Whoa! Now he's he's in a great band called Nova Rex. I went on YouTube today and watched. Oh, I went on YouTube today and watched all the Nova Rex videos, the ones from the '80s, and then the ones you just released. You have one song called "She's a Bitch" or something. I loved it. She's a
3: bitch. That's a good one. Yeah, a couple years yeah. ago. You wrote that for my ex-wife, right? That's what we say. Yeah. Everybody's ex-wives.
1: Yeah, for everybody,
3: we every put ways. out a lyrical video last week or something. It's called "Bosoms and Beer."
1: Yeah, it was fun. So, and and you guys actually are really good. And I googled it. You guys, they really are named. They were uh, uh, VH1, I think, is the one named them yeah. the top top fifty hair bands of all time. They are really really good. Um, uh, is it the same singer now that there was in the '80s, or is it a different yeah. singer? I have a different guy now. I'm still
3: friends with that guy. That guy's name was Kevin Tetz, and he has a show. Well, he don't have a talk show. He has a show on Spike TV called Trucks. They do that re, you know, like you got a half hour and they take a vehicle and re-twist it or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
3: He, he used to be on DIY. That years. What's that? I watched
2: that he's show. He's so full yeah. of shit. He no, I'm not full of shit. Where they redo trucks and cars and stuff. I love yep. that.
3: Yeah. I, I watch all of them, all the repair shows. So that's, that's what he, he makes money now. So that's that's what he does. I'm I'm still just rock and roll. So.
1: Uh, you got to like love it. So one of the reasons you guys that we booked Kenny to come on the show is cuz he's done a very cool thing. He's put together a book. It's called Rock and Recipes for Autism Volume 1 oh, and, that's cool. uh, yeah. and so what Go ahead. I was going to say so it's it's a uh, it's a it's a recipes from your favorite rock stars. Uh, there's members and former members of Ozzy Osbourne, White Snake, Quiet Riot, Stone Sour, Warrant, Poison, Evanescence, Great White, Reich, uh, Skid Row, Toto, Dokken, Nova Rex, which is his band, and probably more. And nice. he put this thing together. And I, I'm really uh, – I have a lot of friends who have children with autism and stuff, so I think it's a very cool thing that you've done. There two, you go.
2: Two very dear close friends that have autistic children.
1: So tell, tell us a little bit about it, Child. Well, what, what happened was, you know,
3: you were mentioning all the bands on the cover. That's this. There's 57 artists in the book. Uh, the book is a, a, 128 pages, full glossy. Um, and it's, uh, it's it's actually a pound, pound, it's almost two pounds. It's like a damn textbook, coffee table book. But what, what happened a, what was- is there like a pizza in there? Do you have a pizza in the do book? Do you have a
2: pizza in here? I actually do not have a pizza in here. You put a pizza in the book so we can eat something while
3: we read it. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, like here's, uh, for instance, these I know a lot of 80s rockers from that scene of playing on the road. And there's Frankie Benelli from Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of family recipes in here. Little cute stories. Um, the thing that I like about the book here's like here's Roy uh, from Stone Sour, the drummer. They've been nominated for a couple of Grammys. It'll say something like, "When Roy was a kid, he played on pots and pans." And now he, you know, so it's all yes. cool stuff. So yeah, a lot of good guys in here from Toto. I've got some older guys too, like um, Steve Boone, who lives in town uh, from the Loving Spoonful. They're a rock and roll Hall of Famer. Uh, and then I got some younger bands like Palais Royale, but the majority of it was a bunch of 80s rockers that I that I grew up with.
1: So. Okay. And so how did you come to put this book together and 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 how did you choose autism? Well, what happened was
3: I, I again had a radio show and on a different network a few years ago. Somebody gave me a recipe, one of these rockers I looked up to, kind of became a thing. So I started collecting them. And then um when I was out on tour, I kept meeting this organization called We Rock for Autism. Um, It's a 501C out of South Florida, and they do music therapy for kids. Um, I've seen this guy a few times and signed stuff, autograph stuff. And then I actually sat down with him and asked him why he set up this organization. So then I became friends with him. I understood what he was doing. And so then I had the charity because I'm not the charity. I'm just the book. And so I, I put them all together, had the charity. And then what started that, why autism is I have a son. He's 18 now. But um, it's my one and only kid, and uh, he has autism. He has Asperger's, you know, high-functioning autism, but uh, went through it all. You know, uh, even to this day, he doesn't wear shoes because he don't like way socks feel on his feet, you know, or, or uh, he uh, used to wash his hands so they would bleed. You know, he just did weird little OCD kind of things and stuff. Schools had a hard time dealing with him. They don't know how to handle kids with autism. Uh, I've, I homeschooled him for a few years. That was really rough because I don't know how to. I can do that kind of math now you know and then it's <laughs> a full-time job you're going to school with them when you're homeschooled yes and i don't have the time and then i sent him to the last couple of years of high school i put him in a autistic school and uh those kids you know some of those kids are nonverbal. uh, uh some of them eat the same lunch every day you know i mean you know autistic Kids, you know, and people, you know, how they all have a little different quirky thing to them. Yes, and um, he was just there taking their lunch money, you know. So, uh, but uh, that's that's really why. And I, I even asked him. I told him I was going to do this cookbook and, and asked him if he was good with it. And he said I'm fine. He didn't he didn't have a I problem. I think it's
1: it. a, I think it's a terrific uh, cause. Uh, there's so many people uh, who have family members who have autism, and uh, I think it's super cool. And the way that you found a way to do it with what you love, you know, right. rock and roll, um, is really cool too, because you found a way to tie two things together, one for a great cause, and then and that's also something that you like appreciate. So, do you have your own recipe in there? Did you put a recipe?
3: I did. I, I have, uh, well, you know, we're talking about the documentary Amy's and Being Cheesy. I call it uh, Amy's Being Cheesy Meatloaf. <laughs> 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 he's,
1: he's in a documentary called ain't easy to be cheesy because right. you know the people think hair metal bands are like cheesy yeah, they are. And so he made an ain't easy to be cheesy meatloaf and <laughs> well, that's, that's his good. recipe ain't
2: easy to be cheesy Do you meatloaf. put ketchup
1: in your meatloaf because a lot of people put ketchup in and i don't like that i did not go ahead i, on, have, I, that's I
3: white, white trash that puts ketchup in a meatloaf <laughs> I don't like it. No, I this this has bacon and uh cheese in
2: it.
1: Yeah, that so, I would like. That's how you do,
2: do it. You know what I do? I beat the chopped meat down to a big long piece. Then I put the cheese in it and I roll it. Right. And then when you slice it, it comes out like a beautiful pinwheel. Uh, the cheese is around the chopped meat and the and the onions and all the goodies. Right. I, haven't actually, made, I haven't made that in a while. Actually, Eileen
1: that. just joined our chat room, so say hi to Eileen and hi, there you go. Eileen had an
2: emergency. Her bra strap broke and she smashed the camera. Yeah, so
1: oh! she had to come back. So she had to like come back. So, so how do people get this book? Yeah, well, I was going to tell you, so back to the book.
3: Uh, again, with autism, one in 54 people, they say, in America have some form of autism. So it's really growing. Um, a lot of people don't know how to handle it, how to deal with it. They're all different cases. Um, as far as me, the cookbook, what I like about it, it's a three-parter. If you happen to want to know what Steve Lukather from Toto cooks, and you happen to be a Toto fan, you'll buy the book. If you happen to like cookbooks, Paula Dean, Rachel Ray, all that kind of stuff, Martha Stewart, they don't really expire like music. You know, music, usually you know, have yeah. a little bit of a time shelf, then with the next one, you know? And uh, if you just happen to know anybody that's in the autistic community, and you wanna help support autism, that's the book. Now, as far as getting the book, it's called Rockin' without a G, rockinrecipesforautism.com, and everything you need to know is there. There's some flip pages, why I did the book, where the proceeds go, and it's got a couple of links of some recent press, which I'll put you guys up for sure. I'll just cut out the edit part where I couldn't get on, but um, (laughs) I'll put a video on it real quick.
2: I'm
1: gonna edit that part too when I put it on YouTube. I
2: (laughs) I intend to put the whole mute session on Facebook and all over and say, this is what we have to deal with on our show.
3: (laughs) Uh, I I had had it happen to me the other day. but uh, no, what happened just recently, other than a couple of rock magazines, Rachel Ray uh, featured in her uh, April issue, which I thought was really great. Before I even had the book, I didn't even get the book till May first. And then um, this 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 month, uh, Autism Parenting Magazine did a Father's Day issue on it, so I thought that was really cool as well.
1: Very cool. It's very cool. It's well, a great project. Cool guys. As on,
3: not as cool as being on your guys' show, though. I'm just telling hey.
1: you. That's right. So well, you guys uh, listen. You got that right. It's rockin' R-O-C-K-I-N. recipes for autism.com You guys, how come you don't have the book like on Amazon or someplace?
3: No, I haven't done that yet. Uh,
1: I'm working on it. That's okay. 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 Now, I most, can help you with that if you the need most, help. I know how to do it. The most, do you
2: know a, a most important question that everybody yep. wants to know is how much is the book? The book what? is twenty nine ninety nine. Thirty Good. bucks. Now that's that's like a Starbucks, you know, coffee and a croissant. So go go, go out and buy the book, folks.
3: Yeah, there you go. I think it's a really fair it's a, it's a
2: very cheap price for a book. Nine bucks
1: is a twenty nine. Twenty
2: nine. Oh twenty nine. Oh, I thought he said nine. Twenty nine thirty. <laughs> bucks. It cost me that much in shipping.
1: <laughs> no, you know. yeah. I know. <laughs> I thought
3: you said nine bucks.
2: 29. So you
3: guys now I feel that. I just thought I did something good and I was like so it's it's thirty dollars, and that's that's a, for that book. It's a really good. price. Does it have a lot of pictures for idiots? Yes, yeah. yes, it has. Uh, it has pages. Each each artist has two pictures per page. Oh, so, are uh, the
2: are the articles interesting about the celebrities in them? They are. Uh, again, this this well, is. Who no, is, is the writer? Excuse me. What's the name of the writer that wrote the book?
3: Oh, Story Farm. It's a company here in Orlando that did the little write-ups. But you got to remember, the book is kind of self-written. You know, they say you're an author of a book. I'm like, I all I did was put recipes in
2: So they didn't clean up what you guys wrote, in other words, grammatically.
3: If you uh, wrote- no, the only thing they did, they, they do cookbooks. So they did do that. But what they did, they just basically did small little bios on each one. And and that. like of talk about how this, I, where I learned to cook this, or like I have Joey Allen from a band called Warrant, and they'll say something like, this is a from Sicily you know it's family recipe it's called mama's sunday sauce
1: i so absolutely love warrant cherry pie
3: uh
2: I, I, know, was- I love cherry
1: pie. pie No, cherry pie is a song. No, <laughs> yeah, no, but I
2: but I love cherry pie. So wait, okay. So, so we're gonna Thirty bucks is like what? Like a hamburger
1: and a coke somewhere. It's Really, like two people going to Starbucks. Yeah, that's it's, all. Cheap. yeah it's, it's cheap. Guys, you guys, it's for a really good cause. You guys, and like you said, one out of fifty-four people have some form of autism. Which Jimmy is like definitely does. Yeah, I definitely do not. But
2: <laughs> so you're, you're what the kind that's super genius, but yet you don't know how to put one foot after the other. <laughs> Yes, or at least
3: I, you or turn your mute button off your microphone. Yeah.
1: So let's talk about being a rock star a little bit. So uh you went on tour. How many years did you guys tour? But we're still doing it,
3: other than what we're we're all sitting out like everybody else. But no, uh we've been together since 1985. So yeah, 35, 35, 35
1: years. years, you guys 1905? No, 1985. <laughs> 35 years. So, like, did you guys get to go on tour with some other hair metal bands back in the day? Like I asked. I asked before,
2: do people compare your music to Henry Mancini? You never answered. No. Do you know who Henry Mancini is? Well, the name sounds really familiar, but now... He, wrote, he wrote Moon River. Okay. <laughs> so do they compare your music to Moon River? they no. Moon... Oh, no. is
3: your music different than that?
2: It's yes. a little bit different, yeah.
3: Like what? Uh, a little bit more <laughs> like Tom Jones. How's that?
1: Tom, I love Tom Jones. So, I mean, so,
2: so do you also roll up a towel and put it in your pants like Tom Jones?
3: Now, is that,
2: are, can you confirm that that's a towel? <laughs> <Can you> confirm, <laughs>
1: that, that's no, what they said. That's
2: what they said because, I I don't know, some people, I guess, knew what he had when he was hard, and it was
3: nothing like the like the towel. I believe, <laughs> I believe <laughs> that. My mom, listen, I'll tell you, my mom just had a birthday, turned 71 years old. And she still has a get out of jail card with uh, Tom Jones because he had a birthday recently as well. So that's why and he's such a nothing. I'm oh a,
1: my god, I think he's I'm, fabulous. I'm, 80, I love I'm him.
2: eighty years old, so tell your mother I've been around the bush, <laughs> many a bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, in my younger
2: years, And I decided one day I'd be gay and I married Jimmy. Right. But that's all bullshit
1: too. Right. Anyway, um, we really are married though. We are married, <laughs> can't you tell? But um, wait, look, go back. Tony, I was Jones? in the middle of a conversation oh. and you were like, so, like, who have you guys toured with and who are, who are like your favorite, you know, your favorite like hair bands?
3: My band, I come from, I come from more of the like the White Snake. Uh, Warrant was always a good one. We just played some, yeah. we just played shows with Warrant. I love Warrant.
1: Didn't, didn't, didn't we have White Snake on? No, we're, we're having Tony Catane on. She's coming on. But wait, didn't White yeah, Snake,
2: Jimmy. Huh, did White Snake come on already?
1: No. How come I know the name? Because you we, were gonna have Tawny Katane, and she was married to the White thing guy, and she's like the star of his videos. Okay, she was supposed to go to the Sue our guest before you was Sue Wong, and we went to the Oscar Gala, and Tawny Katane was one of the guests, but she didn't come.
3: Yeah, um, no, I've met me a couple of times. She's she's pretty fun. You'll uh, yeah, Ron will like her.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <I
3: think>. <laughs> <laughs> her out, that's all I'm saying, right? She's um, got big tits, swear, like, like, what yeah, they're, like- they're massive oh good
1: what about like uh, skid row like i always like skid row you're in the
3: cookbook as well um the thing is uh uh no, no i mean we shared the same i played rockahoma a couple years ago and sebastian bach was on one stage and we were on another but uh mostly uh what happened for me back in the early 90s i had an anheuser-busch sponsorship and uh they put us on the road and we were playing bands with like david lee roth or we did a show with cinderella or, you know, just off and off, a lot of one-offs. Um, but like I said, just two weeks prior to the um, COVID thing, we did two shows with back-to-back with Warren. So
2: you knew, you, you knew,
3: you knew Cinderella? Did, I, did you know Snow White, too?
2: <laughs> well, I've Pinocchio. Know. Did you ever meet Pinocchio? I,
1: I, I actually did. met Cinderella when I was younger at a hard rock cafe when I was on vacation in New York, and they came in and ate, and they were eating at the table next to me. It was super cool. I was like they're a little bit older than I am, I think.
3: Well, I, li- I live in, I live by in Orlando, so everything's Cinderella down
1: here, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Also the other reason you might know White Snake is Tony Franklin played with them and he's been on our show a bunch of times. And
2: I think I also have that beautiful shirt that I, I bought a white shirt, gorgeous fabric, and it has a sequin white snake going up and you know in the middle of it. And I think that's uh, their t shirt. Do they ever have such a classy T shirt, those people or what? Uh, I I I
3: definitely put on. this is
2: this was an expensive T-shirt, and I got it cheap at one of those discount stores. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. Anyway, what's that store so we? So
1: also, it? you guys, Kenny Wilkerson. You guys, uh, you can follow him on Twitter. is His Twitter is at Nova Rex Rocks. N o v a r e x r o c k s. And uh, they have a Facebook page. You definitely got to go listen to like the music. So, what's your favorite Nova Rex song, or what was like the most popular one that you guys? No, liked? A couple. I would
3: say the most popular one back in the '80s was a song called "Alone Tonight." Uh, you have to check that out. It's that kind of uh, AOR type of stuff. The big backup vocals, little Def Leppard, Def Leopard kind of ish. Yes. You know, big, big backup vocals, and then probably recently, "She's a Bitch." A lot of people request that song. Yeah, I like. I, She's lo- a bitch. I love
2: "She's a Bitch." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put a name in front of it, Joanne. She's a bitch.
1: And bosoms <laughs> and beer. Zest Radio likes bosoms and beer. There's.
2: <laughs> now let me ask you a question and answer me honestly, or I'll never yeah. speak to you again. No problem. What's yeah, your get out of jail card? Are you married?
3: No, I'm engaged though, actually. I've been married. Okay. Congratulations. Okay, so
2: what's your get out of a jail card with your engaged girlfriend? Who are you allowed to bang without her getting upset? Ooh, Tawny <laughs> what
1: are <do> you saying? <laughs> Tony Cattain. That's I'm one weird. I'm joking, weird.
3: the one with he's the huge joking. the one with the huge knockers. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. I like Kate Beckinsale. I think she's pretty
1: hot. Oh, uh, she's hmm? hot. Kate Beckinsale's hot. Yeah, she's uh, in all those vampire movies.
3: No, no, no,
2: yeah. No, she's super. What do you think?
3: of Charlize Theron. You wouldn't throw her one. I'm not really. You know, listen, not bad, but um, wouldn't kick her out of bed. But I'm not really into blondes. Really. I just like Brunettes, I always have. I, I thought I thought all degenerates
1: like his <laughs> his get his get out of jail card is Jason Statham.
2: You better believe it.
1: Oh that's okay. I can see that. He, I he see likes him. Jason
2: Statham. No, I love Jason Statham. You like the ball headed man, huh? No, I just like his, I love his, actually, I, I, don't, I really don't want to go to bed with him. We make a joke out of it. Right. I love watching him in the movies because he has all the energy that I don't have anymore. And right. the way he spins around and kicks people and beats the shit out of them, I would love to do that to so many morons that I have met recently in this world of ours. So, you know, I love him as a superhero. And he's got a se- certain amount of sex appeal in an ugly way.
1: So hang on, we've got four minutes, and so so we've got four minutes left. Tell me, yeah. like, who is some of the people that you like now? Like music that you like now that's like more mainstream that people might know. Yeah. Like what do you
3: listen to. It's a little bit tough because music's so weird right now. You know, the whole music business was weird prior to the COVID nineteen. So now, you know, I don't know, but I would say these new bands like Dirty Honey, yeah, uh, uh, Pop Evil. You know, these kind of these kind of bands. Anything with a groove. Listen, if you can't fuck to it or headbang to it, I don't want a part of it. I heard. So a, we actually hang wait, on. Wait.
2: I heard a rumor, maybe only a rumor about you, that in private you try to sing like Doris Day.
1: Oh, I love Doris Day. You kidding me? We actually had the the drummer yeah, for Pop soda, Evil on soda. the show, and one of our friends, Angie Stevenson, she dates the guitarist or something for Pop Evil, and she's uh, she's in a bunch of movies that we always go to the premieres for. She was on Sons of Anarchy.
3: Right. Yeah, fun fan, fun, fan, that kind of stuff and you know I'm I'm kind of in that middle I'm getting to that age now where you know it's funny 80s rock and roll is classic rock now Yeah, so I know. me growing up listening to the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple or whatever and uh, now these guys are listening to Bon Jovi, Def Leopard you know what I mean that's classic rock so it's funny when I was a little kid you know 13, 14 years old I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt now these guys are walking around with you know po-
1: Poison shirts on that's hilarious. You know, I think I
2: met Bon Jovi.
1: I have. I've met him.
2: I th- is, is that the blonde kid? No. What's the blonde kid that with the name Bon Jovi? I don't
3: know. I, I think he one Bon Jovi, but yeah.
2: Okay. I got to. I actually, wait, am, I jo- who the hell is the, the, his mother was a gorgeous girl. I met her at Lee Winkler's house with Perry. I have no, Oh uh,
1: no, You're talking about leaf Garrett. Oh, leaf Garrett.
2: What's the other one? This leaf Garrett, I guess. Leif. Leif Garrett. I did meet Bon Jovi. No, he was you the young fella in the jeans with the curly blonde hair. No. Yeah. He
1: might, might
2: have had some blonde
3: in the back in the day. Right.
2: This was back in the seventies, in the nineteen seventies, so, early seventies. Yeah. I did meet him at somebody's house at a party. He's from, he's from New Jersey, and my daughter De- Deirdre had a poster of him on the
1: yeah. She probably had a poster on her door. Big. He was a cute. How come kid? they didn't have a poster of Nova Rex? They should have had a poster of Nova you know, Rex. The thing
3: is, they, we we all looked the same back then. All you had to do was just take hairdos. I know and you're right. right. We all, we all look the same. We all looked we all looked uh, as female as we could, right? And they ask, they always say, "Why we look like that?" And I think it's because we didn't have any money, and all we did was steal our girlfriend's clothes and makeup yes. and I,
1: love, I absolutely like love that. So, all right, everybody, listen up. Uh, this is uh, Kenny Wilkerson. The name of the book is "Rockin' Recipes for Autism, Volume One." Rockin' is R-O-C-K-I-N, so it's R-O-C-K-I-N Recipes for Autism Twenty nine ninety nine. get the book. It's for a great cause. Follow at Nova Rex Rocks on uh, Twitter and social media. Um, and also tune in on what? What? When, when is your show? It's a Friday. It's a Monday through Friday uh, at 7 p.m. There you go. Monday through Friday. And where is it at again? Uh, Floridamanradio.com.
3: Uh, you can do uh, Alexa Play Florida Man Radio. Uh, so you can download the app. You can do the Alexa. And of course, if you're in the Orlando area, it's 105.5.
1: There you go. You gotta like love it. So we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, when I put it on YouTube, I will edit out the part where we missed you, and uh, uh, and we'll be ready to rock and roll. And we we want to thank you so much for coming on the show and wish you all the best with it. And. Uh, and and uh, talk to me later and we'll figure out how to get the book on Amazon. Yes.
2: And I'll tell you, I, I will see you on you. I oh, know I won't see you, but I'll speak with you on your show. So you better no, I'm
1: going to have you on just
3: for shits and giggles. I swear to God, because you're going to kill me on that show. So I'll have the like you, just have to, you
2: just have to behave and stop dressing up and singing like Doris Day. It's not going to get you anywhere
3: in the
1: business. Oh,
3: man.
1: We, uh, anyway, thank you so much. Kenny. Hey, we want to thank everybody in the chat room. Thanks to everybody who's joined us. Yes. Today, and we'll what a see wonderful next show! Week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye bye. Bye,
2: everybody. Good show.
3: Yeah, we in the mix.
1: So...